Getting dizzy with it. Getting dizzy with it. Getting dizzy with it. Getting dizzy with it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome, ladies. This is the intro, fam. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to getting dizzy with it, the show where we review every song on Dizzy Reed's solo album, "Rock and Roll Ain't Easy." And this week, we are going to be checking out "Cheers to Our Oblivion." But before we get into it and we start. We want to first off say thank you for joining our Patreon page and continuing to support the show. Hell yeah. So we hope you enjoy this and all of the great exclusive content that we're bringing to you for uh, being a Patreon subscriber. And so this week, now last week we kind of discovered something on getting dizzy with it. Uh, Caputo discovered that uh, you found the track or the people that recorded the CD, right? Yes, yeah, on the on, yeah, I found the credits for this over on Discogs for the album, and I have it pulled up here again as well. All right, so before we get into Cheers to Oblivion, actually, let's get into it, but we're also mm-hmm. going to take some breaks and we're going to talk about the song and everything that uh, we're listening to. So let's go ahead and hit yeah. play on Cheers to Oblivion, and we'll be back in just a minute. Oh yeah. We're gonna have to just pause for a second because this I can tell, tell, tell. This could be another banger off this record. Uh, one thing oh, yeah. I am I am noticing aesthetically is on the YouTube channel, I'm looking at the cover mm-hmm. art, and the cover art uh, has this ring around it, like mm-hmm. here, that looks mm-hmm. like the indent of a record in a sleeve. Mm-hmm. I... I looked at my Dizzy record and I saw this fading in. I don't know if you can see it on the black or not. Kind but it was it was really when I noticed the ring all the way around, I went, damn. Because I don't keep my records in the box. I keep them behind it in the sleeve. Mm-hmm. And the reason I don't keep them in the box is because if you keep them in the box, they get that ring on the cover art. Yeah. And I was thinking, damn. <laughs> <laughs> did I go and fuck up and forget what did I do like yeah and so now to see that that's part of the box art has uh, really brought joy to me but yeah, that's uh, interesting so first off we got that effect going on which I'm sure is a Dale James call uh, probably he is the producer of this album so and it worked though yeah, I like that opening riff. It's pretty cool. That's a risky move. 
that much effect yeah. on her vocal. Yeah, that opening riff is really cool, though. That really hooks you into that song because it kind of like throws you for a loop. Like it sounds to me, it kind of sounds like um, kind of pop punky, I guess, in a little way. Like just the riff with that guitar going a little oh, yeah. bit, and then it goes to like something else totally different, which I love about this song because I have listened to this like before. Like, I haven't listened to the full album, the full Disney album, but I've listened to songs here and there. This is one I've definitely checked out more than once before. So this isn't, like, my first listen, so I really like that. I'm going to tell you right now. I really like this song. <laughs> well, this is my first rating. listen. This is Ooh, my first listen. Really, yeah, this is a really good song. I'm excited now. Okay, I got some questions. Mm-hmm. Who's that drummer? Who we got on drums this time? Okay, so um, this this track on drums, uh, Mike Spud Dupke or D U P K E. I still gonna figure out how to Dupke Dupke. <laughs> Mr. Duke is back. Yeah, we still don't know. Mr. Duke is back. He was also on the first track of this. Don't look like Vegas. Ah, uh, yeah, the D Man. So, is that yes, call him when Spud. we hang out? <laughs> oh, Spud. Well, yeah, yeah the nickname is Spud, so we're going to call him Spud. Yeah, well, I call him the D-Man when we kick it mm-hmm. in bars and shit, you know, because that totally is something that happens. So Yeah, <laughs> pre-COVID times. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Prove it don't happen, because as yeah, bad a hard it's... time as we had proven <laughs> who was the goddamn drummer in the first fucking place. Yeah. Good luck to you proving that I'm lying about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've had a long night, folks. Let's get back. Yeah, let's get back into it. I was having a little trouble finding the bass line. So when That's I finally true. found it, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, is there a bass? And then I was like, so when my ear finally caught the bass and was able to follow it, I was like, okay, it's got a nice little bass line to it. Uh, who we got on bass for this one? Does it tell? Um, yeah, it is the return of one Mike Duda. So we got Duke and Duda, the dynamic Duda. Spud and Duda. No, so we're... Duda. Dude, right. can't go wrong with Spud and Duda. 
That sounds from. like a like when you go somewhere like a small town in Ireland and they're making you a local dish that you go see the menu or some shit and it's something you've never heard of and like there's so it's like what's the special today? Oh, today we're having spud and duda. <laughs> uh, they're like, oh great. That sounds wonderful. What what the fuck yeah. is that? And then it's always something simple. To... <laughs> yeah. I like that organ right there. great guitar work in that solo and i can tell we're gonna have a kick-ass breakdown here for the end of the song for the closer mm-hmm. before we get any okay. further down that rabbit hole who's our guitar player tonight we've got two here um so we have one bobby hambell okay and we have the return of famous izzy stradlin impersonator richard fortis huh so is that fortis we're here and jamming and shredding and taking the lead right there Probably, because I mean, like, you're going to have him take a lead on the, on the Guns N' Roses concert? Pfft, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Fortis can take the lead. Fortis is taking I the lead. I mean, yeah. Give him, like, the Chai Dem songs. Anything else, it's fucking Slash's time to solo for 47 and three quarters of a minute. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate for Fortis, because he's, one, he's been there longer, and two, he's such yeah, an man. accomplished. Like, we give years. him shit. We, we give him shit. But he's a, he's a damn good guitar player. He definitely. We shouldn't um, joke too much. He probably lives like thirty minutes from you. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I've been told you, man. If he wants to come <laughs> kick my ass, he's welcome to come and try. Uh, but just be be aware that it's gonna end up on my fan podcast. <laughs> I got my ass whooped by Richard Fortis. How embarrassing would that be? <laughs> Of all people, no. Then again, like, (laughs) who would be more embarrassed to get your ass whooped by? Richard Fortis, Chris Pittman, oh, oh, god, or DJ Ashba? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna say, I think all three of them could kick my ass. Yeah. DJ, DJ probably stout. Yeah, I mean, DJ still got youth on his side, so that could help him. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't have that, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say, uh, yeah, he looks to be decent. I don't know. Um, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> or Melissa Reese, which. <laughs> okay, no one's getting beat up by a woman. I don't know, man. Like, cause some guy will high five you over the fact that it was Melissa Reese. There are yeah. dudes that get off on that. So, yeah, that same guy who high fived you probably use that same hand to like, uh, don't. some like chicks uh. only fans. <laughs> uh. Freak. 
Calling you all out. Do not care. Ah, come on. You ain't never just took a look at Melissa Reese and been like, you know what? You know what? Ah, what the hell? Not my time. Yeah. <laughs> not my time. <laughs> I always hear anime music in my head when I see when I'm watching like a GNR video and like maybe I don't have the sound on and you see Melissa over there dancing in the background if I could just isolate her camera and put anime music in the background I could show that video to somebody and they'd never know the fucking difference yeah I was gonna say something like super fast but like high BPM like I still say though like if you watch Melissa Reese at a concert Everything happening on stage, this is the story. Then Guns N' Roses becomes a play. And this mm-hmm. is a scene from a play. And the play and storyline uh-huh. is Melissa Reese is the main character, okay? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's in her bedroom playing on her keyboard because she's always got her headphones on. You know, she's always it's got the headphones So she's in her bedroom playing her keyboard, listening to the music, and everything we're seeing on stage, including us in the audience and everything... Mm-hmm. Is what she sees in her head. Yeah, and the, <laughs> that's the that's 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 the Melissa Reese story. But let's get back to Dizzy and uh, Richard Fortas and everything, because I feel like we got a killer breakdown coming at the end of this song. Oh right? yeah, it's a good song. I can't stop listening to the guitar. Got me. made up oh. heard that last little shred that was nice it got me at the end man man that last guitar the, the, the guitar hammering there toward that last breakdown Mm-mm. That got me right there, man. That's good shit. All right, let's talk about the song. Let's break it down. Let's give our final thoughts and wrap up the show. Oh, uh, yeah. You want me to go first on this one? I'll let you go first, yeah. I loved it. I loved every bit of this song. Uh, it's got enough of that old school piano rock thing I like going on. I love the organs right before the solo there and everything. I thought that was really fucking cool. And uh, I thought it had an amazing guitar solo, and it gave gave me chills there toward the end, man, when Fortis or whoever started hitting them high notes. Oh, man, I was like, oh, there it is. That's what I love, some good old rock and roll. And I even wrote it down. This motherfucker gets a five. That was when I made my decision on that. Shit, all right. <laughs> I'm giving this the perfect five. Dude, yeah, this is a really good song. Uh, from literally the opening riff all the way right to the end, there's some damn good rock and roll, and like I can't complain. There's like not much to uh, be fucking critical about, because it's really good. I like it. Uh, great fucking shredding there. Like, holy fuck. 
Um, everything's on point here. All the instruments, everyone's doing what they're doing, you know, it's, and it's great. You know, this is probably like, it's almost five-star territory for me, but I'm going to give it, actually, you know what? Hmm. It's there. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give it a, f uh, shit. It is a really good song. Like, and I have listened to this before, yes. So I'm a little biased. But I'm probably going to go the same route, actually. You know what? Fuck it. I'm at a five. Oh, come on in, Caputo. The water's fine over here oh, yeah. in this part of the pool. I think, what, we've given two songs on this album very high ratings? I think I gave uh, This Don't Look Like Vegas a five. I'm pretty sure I did, too. Because, well, if I did, guess what? I want to change to a five. Because that song's really fucking good. It's one of the best opening songs on the album. Well, we got to also talk about this. Is it better than this Don't Look Like Vegas? Ooh. I think so far, if for uh, right now as we're ranking them, I would say this Don't Look Like Vegas is number one for me. Right on. Yeah. And we'll, have and we'll a, get we'll... to that, you know, at the end. Yeah, we're going to have an episode. I'm kind of prepping for that, though, because I don't want to yes. go backtracking on what I said in mm -hmm. previous episodes because I have a hard time remembering all of the content we put out and what I liked and yeah. what I didn't. So. Oh, mm -hmm. man. I put this one like right right under This Don't Look Like Vegas. Yeah, this is really good. It this is really good. Really good. I would love for them, I would love for GNR to do this and bring back the Dizzy Reed solo. Yeah, better just than playing a piano for five minutes. I know, like, right? You know, give his talents, do something. Get rid of, Let like, the duck solo or something. That's it, yeah. Just add it in. Fuck. Go from a three, what, a three and a half hour show to a three hour and 40 minute show. Yeah. We didn't mind when we had it last time. We didn't mind when it was Dizzy Solo uh fortis solo tommy solo bumble or, solo yeah. DJ literally solo. everyone got a solo <laughs> we except chris pittman poor frank and pittman never got solos i don't know frank did he would just do like a quick drum thing and that's it what when he would go doom 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 doom, doom. i think he did like a queen thing or one of the shows when like the really did like the really long shows in 09 no i, I swear to Maybe re yeah. I may be remembering it wrong. Those are all I know Brain well, did. So. Yeah. I think, yeah, they used to give the drummer solo. Like, Matt Sorum, you had a fucking drum solo. Yeah. So they used to give drummer solo. Now it's like, yeah, fuck you. No love for poor Frank. They don't even get pop vinyls, man. Yeah. How fucking sad is that? They deserve that it. That sucks. You know. Well, folks, uh, I think that's going to do it for this week's edition of Getting Dizzy With. Thank you for supporting the Patreon. And yeah. be sure to come back for all of our great content here on GunsAndRadio.com. Until next week, I'm Dustin Bone. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you next week here and getting even more dizzy with it as we cover track number four, Fresh oh, the Water. Oh, Peace out. Fresh. Peace.